Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Checking in on you on this post-election day. As I believe votes are still being count counted. In the meantime, uh, we are going to continue our homeowner empowerment series. We are doing a property owners empowerment series. So say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. Let me know where you are tuning in from. You know how we do it here. Press one lets me know you're here. Press two lets me know that you shared it. <sighs> Shout out to our radio podcast listeners. I'm still feeling pumped regardless of what's happening in the uh, political arena. Uh, why? Because I'm in my search. I'm in my purpose. I am offering a great service and value just to educating and empowering individuals as they are uh, wanting to make sense during this economic time. There's a lot of turbulence we've been feeling depending what, what side of the pendulum you've been on. And we're going to continue that. All right. DJ, hit the music. Hit the music. All right. Bring us down a little bit. Bring us down a little bit. All right. Bring us down. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. Say hi. Say hello again. Once again, my name's Lisa Porta, also known as Super Agent. I am a national public educator. I am a real estate broker and owner. I'm an active California real estate professional. So if you have an opportunity to work with me, kudos to us. We are embarking on a fantastic journey. That is a purposeful journey. Ooh, excuse me on a purposeful journey. I get calls from all over the country too. And that's just being out there as an educator. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for those of you who are referring family and friends to me that now become an extension of me as well. Uh, I've been have, I, I've been really happy to, um, you know, witness childbirth, marriage. Um, I've also uh, supported people through their divorce. Uh, death, all those life events. Um, so yeah, it's it, this is really real. So I'm so happy to be Lisa, right? Lisa P. Um, although if you haven't heard, I said Lisa P, but although if you haven't heard, your girl got married this past weekend. I was a married woman. <laughs> yes. Shout out to my husband. I love you, honey. Shout out to my husband. So, uh, yes, we definitely shared in a very intimate private wedding over the past weekend. And I know I've been receiving phone calls and the messages and you have all been just showering us with your blessings. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for that and uplifting us in your prayers and your well wishes. And yes, uh, I I would say, I mean, I could say I, but we, we share in so much joy and happiness because it's been such a long time coming for us. And I'm so grateful to have my king. You know, I've, I, I can do a whole, whole nother show of the stuff that I was doing internally to manifest the embodiment of my physical masculine manifestation or representation he is amazing and i know when you meet him all or when you have an opportunity to connect with a medium you'll go like oh okay i see why <laughs> thank you amari says 
Congratulations, Queen. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I love watching the, the videos with you and your queen. Um, and I, I think it's very important for us to also at this time to really share and put that display of love at a time where people are hurting. They are confused. They feel alone, right? There's this alone versus loneliness, right? We should be able to be okay within ourselves. And that's all the work that I did. So I don't mean to make this segment about love, but sometimes we do, right? And I, I share that stuff with the kids as well when we talk about real estate and the decisions we make, just like marriage is a partnership, it's a business partnership. You know, you want to make sure that the person you're connecting with is like mind, like visions, like mind, like visions, because, you know, as I just briefly shared that I've supported clients through their divorce sales. I've done the episode of love and home ownership. Who gets the house when it, when it's over? What happens then? So you've got to be very upfront about having those discussions. And usually people have those discussions in the middle of it falling apart. It's like, oh, what do we do now? I want the house and all that other stuff. Anyway, I did a show about that. And um, I think it's a great topic to revisit for some of you who are unfamiliar with uh, just kind of that process when you are uh, dividing assets, okay, post, post the relationship. But on a positive note, yes, um, I'm, I am so enamored, so in love. And I, I have been living that. I have been living that and being that. And so what you see is just a physical manifestation of that reflection. A lot of you know me to be a very loving, serving, giving person. And the universe has co-conspired and co-created for me someone who reciprocates that right back to me. And uh, he does that in a fantastic way. All right. So, honey, if you're listening this morning, hi. <laughs> If you have a chance to listen this morning, I'll see you later. Um, isn't that funny? So cute. I, my voice even gets high pitched when I talk to him. <laughs> Amari says, you're welcome. Thank you. Empowering content. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Let's get back to the, today's topic. We are continuing our empowerment series for our homeowners who are experiencing or families and friends who you know could be experiencing financial hardships. I have been reading um, just some projections that uh, there is an expected uh, 600,000 units, that's um, properties, to be in foreclosure through 2021. And so we were visiting this information as, as it relates to the moratorium. There's a national moratorium. Essentially, if you have a loan uh, that's one of the GSEs, right? So that's a Fannie Mae loan, a Freddie Mac loan, a veteran administration's guaranteed loan. If you have a USDA loan, which is the United States Department of Agricultural loan, you have protections in play right now. And so we've been discussing those protections and, all, and those alternatives that are available to you in the event that you're experiencing a financial hardship. What we are seeing right now, the people that are experiencing that hardship and the number of defaults that are increasing on mortgages are mainly impacting our hourly wage earners, our hourly age wage earner population who cannot 
um, make that next payment, who have not been able to make that next payment. And so we are on part six of a, I think we'll conclude next week of the seven part series. Just to recap, um, we covered the first part, we talked about the homeowner bill of rights. So you should know that you have rights as a homeowner. So definitely go back and subscribe to Ready, Set, Real Estate, keyword Ready, Set, Real Estate on the radio podcast or keyword LA Super Agent and just subscribe, hit that like button, follow button, subscribe, whatever that button is there on your whatever platforms you're following. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I'm not um, doing my lives anymore. I'm just focusing on Facebook and YouTube. And I cannot wait to LinkedIn opens up their beta live stream because listen, my LinkedIn family, I can't wait to bring this content to you as well. Uh, but nevertheless, if you are already connected or you're new to me, uh, I would suggest you uh, definitely stay connected. My motto is connect, build and share, right? Connect, let's build together, let's create something together and let's share, right? Let's empower other people, uh, each one teach one, each one reach one. All right. So we've covered homeowner bill of rights. We covered reinstatement plans. We've covered repayment plans. We've we've covered loan modification. We've covered, I think that's, let me look at, at forbearance. We've covered forbearance. I have my note right here. Forbearance, reinstatement, repayment, and loan modification last week. And today we're going to talk about short sales. Is a short sale, is it right for me? And we're doing classroom style, so feel free to take notes as I go along in this presentation. Um, and stay tuned for the information um, on what I like to say is the five tips to monitor your mortgage. Okay, so stay tuned for that towards the end. Uh, for those of you who have been tuning in, you have that information, so it should be top of mind. You know how to manage your, your mortgage. For those of you who are new or your new homeowners or your heirs, you're an inheritor, meaning you have inherited property, definitely um, this information is definitely helpful to you. I also suggest I've created, we've created a very unique platform and program called Property Owners EDU so that we can close that gap of wealth transference because oftentimes people don't know how to manage real estate once you get it. You think all you're supposed to do is just wake up every morning, go to work or do whatever you do, pay your mortgage every month and think that's it. It's a little bit more involved. And so Property Owners EDU is developed for our homeowners and developed for our inheritors. So check that out at propertyownersedu.com. Have your own real estate pocket advisor, you know, wouldn't that be awesome to have your own real estate pocket advisor right in your pocket? Uh, we've helped so many people out of scams. Right now we are assisting a client remove six people that were added to her deed, um, fraudulently added to her deed. And so we are now assisting that. We also assisted a homeowner who was selling, facing hardship. He got caught up with some um, scammers, investors, kind of a really bad situation and we got him out of his situation within 48 hours of actually the sale going through meaning 48 hours from closing escrow we were able to pull him out and save him and give him a better alternative or option where he can decide what is best for him and not be under the pressure or under the knife 
of somebody who's trying to gut him. All right. So very, very important that we have a tool and a resource. And oftentimes people just don't know where to go for that. So um, through my experience, my business model, we've put a platform together together for that. All right. Propertyownersedu.com. Okay, cool. Let us continue. <clears throat> I want to also recap as I go through this real quick. Um, mortgage lender versus mortgage servicer. If you're tuning in, feel free. This is open discussion and you can chime in. Um, we definitely need to overstand the difference between a mortgage lender and a mortgage servicer. So I'd like to address that now as we discuss the difference between a mortgage lender and a mortgage servicer. See, the mortgage lender is the investor, the bank uh, who lent you money. You borrowed money from them. You are paying them back over a period of time, right? Your loan is amortized over a period of time. Whether it's a 15-year mortgage, 30-year mortgage, or 40-year mortgage, it is amortized over time, whether you are using, whether you're paying on an adjustable rate mortgage or a fixed rate mortgage, whether you use a conforming loan or a non-QM, right, non-qualifying mortgage, or a uh, uh, insured mortgage like an FHA insured loan or a VA guaranteed loan, you are paying somebody back and that somebody is the mortgage lender. However, oftentimes your loan is repackaged and sold. And there's also a middle person or middle entity, a company called a mortgage servicer who is collecting payments from you and is accounting for the payments your balance, any credits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not all mortgage servicers are great, which is why you need to know this information. They are not great at accounting. Some of them were responsible for the influx of people, the overwhelming amount of people we had witnessed lose their homes during the 2008 housing crisis. It was because the mortgage servicers were purposely not reporting or recording payments received from the borrowers or homeowners. All right, that's all documented. Go look into that. Uh, it's all documented. There has recently been a settlement last year uh, of another mortgage servicer company that paid $48 million in a settlement along with penalties and fines for also illegally foreclosing against military families or veterans, right? They're off to war and these folks are foreclosing on their house, on their property. So this is why this information is very important is for you to understand the difference. How do we do that? You make the phone call, you get a statement every month and you have to ask the question, who owns my loan? That would be the lender investor, right? Who owns my loan? Are you the mortgage servicer? Yes, we are. We are the one servicing your loan. We will communicate to the investor. The investor is the person that owns your loan. Okay. Feeling good about that? Thumbs up. Drop a thumbs up in the comments below. 
that you're still keeping up with me. Mortgage lender versus mortgage servicer. Now let's get into this. Is a short sale right for me? This essentially is a question you've got to ask for you, ask yourself, right? This is your coming to, you know, quote unquote, Jesus moment, as most would say, right? Like coming to self and saying, look, what what's going on? What do I need to do? What What's realistic for me? And so the question is, can you afford your current monthly mortgage payment? And do you owe more on your mortgage than your home is worth? All right. Thanks, Amari. Gives me thumbs up. We're in this together. Do you owe more on your mortgage than your home is worth? And can you afford can you still afford your monthly mortgage payments? If the answer is no, and that you cannot afford it, right? You cannot afford the payment and you mo you owe more on your mortgage and you're, you've concluded, you know what? I think I need to just move on. We've got to hit the reset button and it's got to be okay. It's got to be a healthy discussion with you, your advisors, your moral support team, to say, we've got to start this over again. It baffles me how individuals personally, you know, have a challenge with starting over again financially and corporations file bankruptcy all the time and start over again. <laughs> we as individuals, we go, we pull our hair, oh, and you know what? Sometimes you have, I did it. I've had to reset my life and start over again. It's got to be okay. Get with your top five. I've spoken about the top five. Who are, who are the top five, right? Your PCP, your primary care physician or holistic doctor, your tax advisor, consultant, or CPA, your property insurance or insurance or life insurance advisor, your insurance advisor, whether that's property and casualty, life and health insurance advisor, your attorney, and your real estate broker, professional slash agent, consultants. This is your mind, body, spirit. I gave you a tip last week that if you don't have the full top five, start doing the research. If you are looking to make a financial change in your life, in your family's life, in the next generation's life, you should have the top five. You should have this, this team of people who are representing your best interests, your mind, body, and spirit. And even if you don't do primary care physician or holistic doctor, even a therapist, mind, body, spirit, okay? Who is that team for you? So if you're saying, all right, you know, I prefer to sell, you know, I'm, you know, I can manage the process with, with the help of a professional, then yeah, let's do this. So if the answer is yes, then you work with your mortgage servicer to determine the listing price. And that's a broker priced opinion is what they will order is called a BPO. Write that in your notes. It's a BPO. It's, it's essentially an appraisal done by a real estate professional. They, it's a very tedious process. I used to do BPOs. I do not want to do BBOs. It's very tedious. Um, 
But from a business standpoint, as an agent professional, it gives us an opportunity to connect with people that are facing pre-foreclosure or going this route of a short sale. So the investor wants to know what is this property worth? Because they get this, even though you're the owner and you're selling, the bank, the investor has the final say on price and terms. It is a process. There is an application. There is a package that needs to be submitted for them to review and approve going forward with the short sale. Because essentially you are asking the bank slash investor to allow you to sell your home for less than what you owe. Get it? Short sale. You are asking them to sell it short of the amount you owe. Let's do not simple numbers. You owe 200,000. Your property is worth 160,000. That would be a short sale because the bank now has to confirm that the price that you are considering selling for or that they're willing to accept, it has to show that the values is has dropped. And that comes by way of a broker priced opinion. Once they have that order, they will then decide, okay, based on that, this is what the final price will be. We will not take anything less than that. And that's important. Sometimes people think, yes, you you get a deal per se. Um, it depends. But I, for me, the deals are on the terms, right? What are the terms? It's not always about the price, but the terms. If you as a seller needs time, then it's and, and someone's willing to give you time, that may be more important to you than the price. Unfortunately, because um, the programs that were available uh, expired last year, I, I think it was last summer, even maybe the summer before 2018, I want to say, um, the last of those programs that came down during the Obama administration when people were losing or facing foreclosures or going through short sales, there was funds for relocation. Those are things that may be considered in your negotiation, right? So when you work with a real estate professional, ask for that. Can Is it possible that I can have, I cannot earn as an owner, as a seller, I cannot receive uh, money from the sale, but you may receive money to relocate. They may agree that you can get $5,000, right? They have a cap on that amount in order for you to relocate and put your first uh, a deposit in first month's and last month's rent on a new place. So you can relocate and move on with your life, start a new chapter. It's important for you to know that if you are deciding to go this route, it's not the end of life. I have to say that again, it is not the end of life. I have to say that again, it is not the end of life. You know why? Because in 2008, during the housing crisis, there were so many people that were literally destroying and killing their families. So many people um, because it was too hard to start over again. All right. So let's don't get help. Right. And, and I'm going to give you the number to get help with this stuff. So reach out to a professional. Um, not everyone is as versed or experienced with the process 
And so you've got to be really, really patient with the process. Um, let me make sure my laptop's plugged in. Poppy, can you plug in my laptop? Give me a Uh -oh. All right. Very good. Thanks for your patience. Um, just had to plug that in. We plugged in. Mm -hmm. Good to go. All right. Very good. And we're going to wrap this up soon. Okay. So requires the bank and investor approval of the short sale and notice that you are selling, you are the seller as the homeowner, property owner, but the bank has the final say on price and terms. All right. Any questions, comments, if you are missing this live, Go ahead and hashtag replay. If you have any questions, you can send them directly to me. I'll give you my contact. It's right up here as well. Um, you have my information as super agent, 323-488-3265, um, 323-488-3265. And I'll put it up there on the screen. All right, so help is free and available 24 hours a day. Uh, please make note of this information. You should have it on your refrigerator or on your speed dial. Lock it in. Seven days a week, you have HUD-approved housing counselors are available. So like I keep saying, while you want to reach out to me, Lisa is not going to answer her phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There is a team that can help, you help do that. Um, if you do need someone to assist with the short sale, uh, again, I'm a realtor professional. I'm a California licensed broker and I can refer someone in your respective state that can assist you with that process. If it's something you are experiencing or deciding to learn more about and see if it's the, the best decision. Also, you can call 888-995-HOPE. That's a great number, right? Because there's, there's, you know, there's not, there's, where there's a will, there's a way, okay? So call 888 excuse me, 888-995-HOPE. 995-4673. I'm saying that number for our radio podcast listeners, for those of you who are tuning in on the radio and hearing this information. And again, I wanted to make sure we talked about five tips to monitor your mortgage. Number one, write it down. You should be writing everything down. Taking note of those phone calls, recording those phone calls, right? Because they say, well, you know, this call is recorded. You should say, well, I'm recording the call too making sure you're documenting what is said. So write it down. Number one, write it down. Make notes so that it's reflected on your mortgage statement. What does that mean? That means if you are requesting a change or additional information, write down the representative, the name and the extension and the, the reference for the call. They do have a reference for the call. Sometimes it's like, you know, the date and part of the loan number or something, whatever unique ID they give you, write it down. Write the date, the time, who you spoke with. Write it down. I, I can't tell you how many times when I consult with people over what's going on in their scenarios or situation, they said, well, I called so-and-so and they told me, great, who did you speak to? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. You've got to write this stuff down because that's how we can track it. That's how we hold somebody accountable for what they are saying to you. Okay, number two, read each monthly mortgage statement. 
even if you listen, even if you have your mortgage statement on auto pay, you may have this on auto deduct every month. Read each monthly mortgage statement because you may have a mortgage servicer that might not be crediting your uh, payments correctly. You may not notice that um, the property taxes increased and your escrow account is short. I get that question a lot. Why is it? Why are they asking me for more money? I thought I had a fixed payment. Let's debunk this myth right now. Your mortgage is not fixed. Your interest rate might be fixed, but your mortgage is not. Two things that contribute to a change in your mortgage payment amount is your property insurance and your property taxes. If those go up or down, your mortgage payment is going to fluctuate up or down. Although you may be signed up for a fixed interest rate, there is a difference. Know the difference. Okay. Number three, check your credit reports regularly, if not annually. It is federally mandated that you receive three copies, excuse me, you receive a copy from each three credit bureaus. That's annualcreditreport.com. That is the only official website that gives you your credit report for free from all three credit agencies. What are those agencies? Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. Okay. Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. Mari says, this is good. I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad. Okay, so check your credit reports. Annualcreditreport.com, it's free. And when you do it, keep track of when you logged in. So if you check your credit, you pull your credit report today, November 4th, next year, 2021 on November 4th, it will be free again. So it's, it's really easy online. Um, I attempted to do mine. I got kicked out of it. Why? Because I found out recently someone is using my identity. So I'm going through that process to now dispute it and clean it up. This is why it is federally mandated that you review this information is because they know this is a big business. Identity theft is a big market. It's a big market. All right. And we've got to be armed. Arm yourself. Super agent is helping you arm yourself. Okay. Okay, we're doing really good on time. We're going to wrap up shortly. Number four, confirm or continue to pay your property taxes and insurance. Okay, notice for those of you who are inheritors, you may not have a mortgage statement. You may have inherited a property free and clear. I, I hear that a lot. It's paid for. But guess what? You have property taxes due. And depending on what state, your utility company can also find, file a lien against your property for unpaid utility bills. Don't lose your home for an unpaid water bill. Let's not do that. If you need help, go to propertyownersedu.com, right? Get a team behind you to educate you and support you. Don't lose your property over unpaid property taxes and unpaid utility bills. This is a real thing. I shared the story of the gentleman, the 80 something year old gentleman that lost his property due to $8 and 12 cents 
owed on his property tax. Had he been a member of Property Owners EDU, he would have had a team behind him to verify that the amount was paid current and the default was rescinded. You've got to clear it. You've got to confirm any rescissions. If you receive a notice default, you also have to get a rescission recorded, people. You have to, if they recorded a notice of default you and you pay it up, you bring it current, you have to get a, a, a rescission recorded, meaning they're removing it off the title. All right, number five, keep lines of communication open with your mortgage servicer. What does that mean? If you're going through stuff, you see it coming, I suggest you make the phone call, you send an email or you write a fax and you send it off and say, I'm going through something. I'm probably not gonna be able to make the next month's mortgage payment or, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is why we talked about the options, forbearance, reinstatement, repayment, loan modification, and now we are on the short sale that if all else fails, you ready, you just saying, I gotta, I gotta hit the restart button. I gotta check out this mortgage is more than this home is worth. I'm out of here. Then you've got to communicate that as well to the to the mortgage servicer. Because they've got to begin the short sale process. They have to approve it. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now I got some goodies to give you. If you want a copy, a free copy of CFPB's Homeowner's Guide to Success, I think it's great. It's where this information is coming from and a lot more. It has a budget sheet in there and great tips and resources as well. I can email it to you as a PDF. It's from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Uh, send me an email. Just put in there Homeowner's Guide in the subject line and I'll send that right to you. Okay, get this information. Don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. All right, email Lisa, that's L-I-S-A, at lasuperagent.com. If you don't have any questions or if you just want to provide a comment or a feedback, listen, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, just let me know how I can help or who I can help. Who can I help? In the meantime, we know regardless of what's going on in the bigger world of things, we've got to be watching our inner world. We've got to be protecting our personal spaces and those of our loved ones as well. And as we feel the turbulence, we feel the turbulence of what's coming, it's really important for us to be empowered and equipped with information so that we know, so that we know how to weather the storm, all right? Amari, I see your email, I'll get that to you. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, and listen, the rest of you, have a fantastic and productive week. Uh, kudos to any of the winners of your um, elected officials in your respective states. We'll see you next week as we continue another information-packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye! Mm.